0: I think many financial advisors, they focus on the technical aspect of things when I think 95% of being successful in this industry is relationships and building trust.
1: What's going on, guys? I'm Chris with Swamp Rabbit Moving, and I got my co-host, Ray Mack, with Mac of All Trades, and he is also a real estate agent with the Damien Hall Group. Today, we got a special guest, John Vanderhoek uh, with Prime America. John, how you doing, man?
0: Good. How are you doing, Chris?
1: Doing good. Uh, so give us a little backstory about what got you into, you do financial services, so give us a little backstory, what got you into financial services, what's kept you with it so long, and where you're planning to go.
0: Definitely. Thanks, Chris. Thank, thank you for having me, too. Appreciate Absolutely. it. So yeah, so I actually got started in this industry when I was 22. And I never saw myself being in the financial industry or sales or anything like that. I always wanted to own my own business. That's what I was always set on. And one of my mentors actually chased me around for two years. So I met him when I was 20 years old while I was in college. And I'm a blunt guy, uh, for those of you that do not know me. So I straight up kept telling him no, for two years, hey, no, I'm not interested. No, I do not see myself doing it. Kind of like my wife did me, you know, kept me, kept, <laughs> kept me in the friend zone forever. Just told me no, and but he he what he did is he actually flew me out to Houston, Texas, and he paid for it because I didn't have any money. I was in college, I had a lot of student loan debt and no money, uh, so he took a risk and invested in me. In it. But then I saw a bunch of people my age that were winning because he's my dad's age, so couldn't really relate to him, and I saw saw the impact of what we could do for families. I saw the potential for ownership and I I saw the bigger picture of kind of what we do that weekend. So I went from not being interested for two years to deciding this is what I was going to do.
1: Awesome. Nice. What, um, sorry. (laughs) Um, yeah, you go. (laughs) (laughs)
2: well i'm excited to have you on here because actually i think that uh with all due respect i think you're a little bit of an underrated entrepreneur uh your follow-up and your some of the things that you do to put your name out there and just how you've grown your name in the year that you've been here extremely impressive i think most people kind of don't look at that they just look at the guy that posts a lot on facebook or something like that but so let's let's jump right in and talk about some of that stuff. What are some of the things that you're doing that really set you apart? Because financial advisors, they're kind of dime a dozen, right? For sure. So well, yeah. How are you getting your name out there and only being here for a year?
0: For sure. I mean, my main, I think many financial advisors, they focus on the technical aspect of things. When I think 95% of being successful in this industry is relationships absolutely, and building trust. So I'm just all about uh, building relation, genuine relationships with people, not those uh, fake ones, you sure. know, Being, yeah. building real relationships with people, getting to know their family. And then we have a really good follow-up system too, because yep. that was, I'll say, you, you you know, you were saying mistakes. One of the biggest mistakes I made early on in my career was not having like a CRM system, not having an office manager, because she actually calls my clients yeah. every 90 days, whether they need something or not. And we've got some really great technology, too, that just makes it simple. Because I feel like if clients are empowered and they understand what's going on and what they're doing, it's a lot better for everybody. Sure. sure. And most financial advisors, they come with their graphs and their charts and things like that. They confuse the crap out of people. Yeah. And people just buy out of confusion. Yeah, that makes
2: sense. <laughs> you have to dumb it down. Yeah. Well, into turns. So most people are kind of looking. They don't. They don't know the numbers. That's why they're hiring you, right? So they right. don't need you to spout no. the numbers off into their face. It's <laughs> yeah. here. Just here's my business. Let's see what you can do, and then look at the returns later. I think that's the big thing, right?
0: For sure. Yeah. For sure. And, and I, I'll never forget where I come from, too, because my dad's a pastor. Well, he was. He's retired now. My mom's a nurse, and you know, we didn't. We didn't ever grow up with any money or anything like that. We didn't. You know, have these things. I didn't know how any of this stuff worked before this business so I I always look back at that I'm like hey what could I explain to somebody who doesn't know anything about this stuff you know
1: yeah so you have two branches one in Denver and one here how long has your Denver branch been up and running
0: so we qualified I qualified for regional vice president when I I turned 25 so I've had years oh wow so it took it took me about three and a half years to get to regional vice president with our company and open my own office and then Um, yeah. Then we promoted who you've, you've, uh, you've actually met. I don't think Ray has, um, a guy who was a 401k wholesaler before we brought him on. He had 18 years experience, way more experience actually than me. And we brought him on to kind of specialize with business owners. And then he qualified, uh, for regional vice president a year and a half, actually. So he did it, did it quicker than me.
1: (laughs) Nice. So did he just kind of like, is he like the manager role in your Denver branch or what?
0: Yeah. So he, he, he loves investments. So yeah. he's, that's kind of his focus and he's done a lot of AUM. Yeah. Um, and then I've got some other people who kind of run, run things for us out there.
2: Nice. nice. Yeah. You go back and forth at all.
0: Uh, living in a zoom world, you know, one of the blessings of COVID was being able to uh, you know, zoom and different things like that. Yeah. So we do our trainings actually virtually. So every Tuesday night I'm on a webinar every Friday night, I'm on a webinar talking, and all of our teammates, no matter where they live, get on. And they can go to the local office, but in Colorado, people don't care as much. They want to Zoom from the convenience standpoint because of traffic. So yeah, sure. it's like I didn't leave. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome.
2: awesome. Yeah. Um, so the one thing we really like to touch on is kind of the harder points and some of the struggles that you have. So you've developed your systems over the years. You have your CRMs. What's something that you've had struggle with this year? What's something that you've really been tough trying to grow or just, you know, in in general, what's a bottleneck for you?
0: Sure. Sure. I think for now at this point, it's just continuing to pour time into the right people and finding the right people, on the recruiting side yeah Yeah. definitely made a lot of mistakes there and I've I've got a big heart Mm -hmm. you know my wife's constantly calling me out you know I just got to listen to her more I think is hopefully she'll hear that but but yeah it's just you know sometimes I'll I just because I have a big heart I'll often kind of take on projects people that need the opportunity I'll be looking what we're really looking for is people who want the opportunity yeah need it it's not looking
1: out of desperation
0: yeah Yeah, they they're already set up they don't need it but they have that hunger and that credibility th- so sure. they want to do something special with their so life so you
2: spend a lot of time just just kind of finding that right person and spending the time on recruiting that person getting them the licenses yeah, and then time. they dip yeah. and do something else and then you're kind of like well shit next next person I guess
0: yeah. yeah but that that's the biggest thing is like you have to pour into the person as if they're gonna be the next regional vice yeah, president yeah. regardless of what the last person well, did absolutely. that's how many people part? you
2: have to start over clean <laughs> clean yeah. slate yeah. every time yeah. well how many people do you think are out of 10 people are vice president worthy anyway. So how many? One. Yeah. One. So <laughs> Out of 10? Yeah, probably. Yeah. 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 So you got to
0: get all the licenses. Yeah. You got to be one to open your own office, go full time. What's, so.
1: do you get a lot of part-timers in your, in your industry? Yeah. We like do like side gigs.
0: Yeah. We have a lot. We like to start people off part-time because mm-hmm. then they don't have the pressure of having to make a sale. Yeah. Sure. And yeah. sometimes like, that's where you'll if you're in desperate desperate mode like we were just talking about you'll take on clients you may not want to take on and yeah, You'll, you know, fo- follow up with people too much or seem desperate or and things yeah, like that. People just can re- smell it on you yeah, sometimes. Yeah, we it call sells. it commission breath. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. So. <laughs> so, yeah, we like to bring on people part-time so there's no pressure, no quotas, and it takes about four to six months for people to get all their licenses anyways. So we like for people to have all their licenses, have some residual income built up, or some teammates yeah. before they go full-time.
1: So it takes four to six months to even become a financial advisor?
0: Well, there's plenty of people that call themselves financial advisors that don't yeah. have all the licenses, but yeah, yeah. technically to, to properly be a financial <laughs> advisor, it takes about four to six months. Yeah, unless you're a really good test taker and you yeah. can just like crush them, which is not—I don't think
2: most people. Yeah, you know. Yeah, so. sure. That it's new stuff. Some. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. So, so what do you, um, what do you think you can do to fix that to kind of stop wasting your time on certain people? What do you think you're? Are you adjusting how you're vetting guys that you're bringing in, or?
0: Yep. Yep. Definitely. Listen to Lisa more on that since she's got good discernment. And then, you know, yeah, just having a better process of vetting people and things like that, because I can tell, but I still, you know, have that glimmer of hope sometimes. So just, you know, following my gut instinct, I think would be more, more of the more of how to do it. So for sure.
1: Are you writing out like SOPs on hiring, like, you know, what to look for care? characteristics core value do y'all have core values that y'all abide by when you're hiring or we need
0: to work on that you know i was definitely convicted a couple months ago from one of the uh, presentations i went to yeah uh with i think you're doing an event with him tomorrow philip yeah so he had an event and he brought out a really good guest speaker from texas who talked about core values and legacy so i definitely was convicted still haven't fully finish those up. We definitely do know who we're looking for, but yeah. definitely need more more core values and, and, and use those to filter people for out. For
2: sure. Yeah, after hanging out with Chris and then Nick, I mean, that's kind of something I felt pretty guilty about. I never really had <laughs> core values. It was like, have a decent job, right? Is that right. your core value? <laughs> like you yeah. can go home and not have to worry about the stuff I worry about. That's that's how I hire, I guess. no That's something that really is important. The more you look at some of these bigger companies that do expand, it's it'll definitely help you filter out like the bad, like yeah. okay. who's not the right fit. Okay, yeah, I need to do that. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. That's that's cool. a struggle. I, I'm sure you deal with that having seventy five thousand employees. It's tough. Yeah.
1: <laughs> what does your future look like? Like you got two branches now. Where are you trying to take Primarico? On your side, um, are you looking to open three branches, 50 branches? What does that look like for you? Do you have a five-year plan?
0: So in the next five years, Lisa and I's goal is really to get to seven to ten branches okay. in the next five years. Wow. So that's our biggest goal. And then... With just how our business works, with the compounding and everything like that, then we know that more offices will obviously come out of that work.
1: Absolutely. What do you think would really stop you from getting in the way of, of opening 710 branches? Is that pretty surefire? Are they like pretty replicable? So, can, since you've opened up mm-hmm. the Greenville location, this is your second location, do you feel like it's just going to be so much easier rolling into a different market, or do markets change depending on where you're at geographically,
0: or what? Sure. I definitely think things are different depending on where you live. Like I was talking about how in Colorado, especially in Denver, people are like, cool with Zoom here. People want to meet me in person. They want to shake my hand. They don't want to Zoom for the most part. Some people do. But, you know, I do think it is different in in, in different markets. But, I mean, it's really up to us if we're disciplined, if we put in the work. The system is in place and it is very, very duplicatable. Yep. But it's all on us if we're willing to put in the, the the effort to have as many interviews as we need to have and everything like that. For so sure. the only thing that can really stop us is ourselves.
1: Absolutely. So do y'all? Do you and Lisa? Do y'all have a team here in Greenville, or is it is it basically you two right now? Or do you have any agents in the area, or what's going on there?
0: Yeah, we have so, we have some agents in the area for sure. Okay. Not not enough yet, but yeah, yeah we have some here in the area but then we have a lot in a lot of different other states too so
2: yeah how many people do you have under you now
0: we have over 60 licensed agents under y'all's umbrella yep nice that's incredible
1: and are y'all looking to uh ever like back out of the financial advisory and just become like management for your staff or what's your goal there
0: yeah, I mean, our goal is definitely to just have the business that run by, runs by itself yeah. and we're continuing to put in the systems in place and things like that to be able to do that. And do you have
2: to do any of that um, like actual sales stuff just or just for some of the guys that you bring on that just don't have the education yet and you kind of step in?
0: That's the biggest way that we get our clients at this point is doing what we call field training where I'm kind of going with them to appointments and things like that and teaching them the ropes and the software and all that kind of stuff. because. Yeah. The licenses allow you to fish but we have to teach people how to fish you know Absolutely. it's not yeah. the the test doesn't teach you how to do the business for sure It's like school. School doesn't teach you for the real world. Well, I mean, how the hell are you keeping – I
2: mean, even aside from CRMs, I'll I'll be honest. I'm impressed with your, like, your just – your follow-up, you know, cards. You're, like, one of the only people I've gotten a birthday card from. You know, I mean, I am a client of yours. But, um, you know, even with that, your early happy birthday strategy works on Facebook. I see that. You know, you're the first person to be noticed. So, I mean, does that come with some – anxiety? I don't know what it would be. Just like having to stay on top of all that stuff because that stuff is personal. It's not being done by a CRM. So do you, how do you feel about like trying to keep up with all that? Well,
0: sorry to disappoint you, but I don't actually send the cards. So (laughs) yeah, yeah, I figured Yeah, Okay. That was an example. (laughs) Okay. But so yeah, we have a great office manager who's with us in Colorado and she does like all the thank you cards and birthday cards and does like the client call follow-up calls and things like that so she does that that kind of stuff and then lisa really helps me with social media and things like this but yeah i mean definitely it's 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 a lot to keep up with it definitely is so yeah i'm sure uh so but i like people anyways i'm definitely a people person as you guys know so i I don't mind i love hanging out with people talking to people i'm definitely an extrovert a hundred percent i get my energy from
2: being around people
0: i don't like to sit
2: at home yeah well, i think that's one of the greatest things about and, and like when people come back at the backlash to say Primarica, right i always say well i mean no matter what when you're hiring say um whatever these other companies are merrill lynch or something mm-hmm. you're still getting Edward that Jones. individual yeah it doesn't matter who you're like what company you're hiring you're still getting that individual and and dude you put it out there i mean like you you're not just a follow-up but just your knowledge on it your your likability and the help that you give to people with all these other trade um partners that you have somebody asks oh i need an accountant john's got 12 of them i need a lawyer john's got 12 of them and you've only been here a year so i mean that's pretty impressive i mean even just to i mean there's got to be some struggle with that too though finding the right people to refer as well like just finding the trade partners that you can trust to actually give out their names
0: oh yeah. definitely it's hard to to find people that you can trust and continue to trust you know i've definitely oh, sure. been burned plenty of times myself yeah so. already in greenville you can here, there it happens everywhere yeah. Yeah. you know so there's
1: no stopping that i mean you can't yeah. you can't completely 100 percent trust everybody um you know there's always going to be somebody that drops the ball
0: yeah well and i and i think in business too everybody deserves a second or third sure. chance and i think it's more there's always going to be mistakes in business yeah. and Things are going to go wrong. I look at more about how people fix things. What kind of person are you after the mistake happens? Exactly.
1: Where's your integrity law? When did you and Lisa move to Greenville?
0: We technically bought our house unseen since we're crazy in June of 2021. Via Zoom? Yeah. <laughs> Kirby just like FaceTime. assistant. Yeah. Yeah, I wasn't even too, yeah. man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this looks nice. Yeah. Shout out to Kirby. She's, yeah. she's a killer realtor. She does a great job. Yeah. Yeah. So for anybody moving here. So, yep. and, but yeah, so I mean, it was just, I, I didn't know a single person yeah. when we moved here. So that was, I guess the most stressful part of moving here for me is like, this is a complete relationship business and yeah. I don't know anybody here. Yes. Things will still keep moving from other states and relationships and agents that we already have. But then yeah, I was starting from scratch here. So I was just focused on building friendships, genuine yeah. friendships with people, whether I got something out of it or not. You yeah. know, that's just kind of how I roll. Like I met I met you, Chris, immediately. I'm pretty sure we went to select so. for lunch, man. Yep. And I met people like yourself, what I call centers of influences. And I was focused on meeting the centers of influences around town who had great credibility, great businesses that knew a lot of people. And I just, you know, went went with them and tried to figure out how I could help them first. Like For I was sure. like, hey, how can I refer business to these people? How can I add value? Just figuring out how, you know, how we could serve them first. Yeah.
2: And I knew Smart. things would happen after that that's the key to networking yeah it's kind of crazy how greenville has that specific like i guess all things greenville is really the, the hub of it all mm-hmm. but that's where you find like okay who's really making noise here everywhere else i've been from that doesn't exist like yeah. we have even in the myrtle area you have like myrtle beach they have their own group and they have a couple different groups but there was only like a couple of guys that you would you know resonate with but For here sure. it's like okay those are the guys that are killing it i need to link up with these guys yeah and that's 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 smart
0: nice yeah it's definitely different in denver too people do not use facebook like that like i didn't yeah. even have facebook is
2: it linkedin out there
0: yeah and, and and just more of like organic networking and referrals and things
2: like that since
0: it is yeah. a bigger place yeah you sure know?
2: yeah that, that was weird for me here too is like moving to greenville I, I had only been to like i'd done the networking in the myrtle beach area but there was only one it was like b and i sure yeah. so i moved here and i'm like Holy Cambodia. crap. Well, in meeting you, I was like, how the hell is this kid doing this? He's going, he's texting For me sure. night and day, every day of the week. Hey, bro, I'm going to this meeting. I'm like, man, I, I can't go to all these. Yeah. Like, I'm tired. I'm And I'm not as driven anymore. I'm like, oh, man. I was like, I don't want to go to every single meeting. So glad I picked a few that were worth it meeting you and stuff like that, too. That was good. Yeah, yeah absolutely.
0: It, yeah. And then those groups that were a part of, like, yeah. especially Liberty Networking's been big and, you yeah. know, being willing to, you know, run a chapter when we first moved out here and everything like that's connected with, with a yeah, lot of great people yeah absolutely. no
2: shout out to our group biggest yeah. group in the area oh my gosh <laughs> thanks to john <laughs> <laughs> i see greer's trying and charleston's trying but i yeah. got nothing nothing on john <laughs> this man says challenge is nothing to him he'll yeah. invite 12 new guests every week <laughs> he's like going to home depot and picking people up yeah. I, whatever you gotta do man <laughs> Dude, i'll tell you as far as like i had missed that meeting for a couple of weeks with my son and stuff and then when i came back it was like 25 more people i was like what is what i was like i don't know any of these people in here so it's good though i mean that's how you grow a absolutely for
0: sure yeah and patrick and kirby are definitely doing a good job so patrick story a chiropractor yeah. in the area doing yep. do, the vp and then kirby's like the guest ambassador so okay. they're doing a good job and then lisa does all the posts and stuff oh okay so, nice. so that, that little
2: be. membership committee yeah. ty- ty- thing yep. that's good yeah that's <laughs> smart i like liberty shout out to liberty networking that's great um yeah, well, shout out to Jimmy. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, somebody we got to talk to on here he, pretty soon. Yes. He
0: was one of the first – so he was one of the – he was probably the first person I had coffee with. So I yeah. found him on Facebook and had coffee with him like the day after I moved here. He wow. knows everybody. He's the yeah. OG influencer. Yeah. Yeah. For, for sure. Really, yeah.
1: I was in the OG uh, Liberty Group actually at Pebble Creek Clubhouse. Nice. Okay. Uh,
0: okay. But, yeah, I'd say it came down to that to answer your question more specifically, yeah. Chris. I met people like you, Jimmy – Elizabeth, like yeah. people who have credibility in the community for sure. Yeah.
1: Awesome. Smart. So you got 60, um, you got 60 agents. Could you ballpark? Like, you know, how many clients under your umbrella that y'all are Good servicing? Question. Do you know?
0: A couple hundred, a couple hundred Oh, really. Okay. Yeah. And then, I mean, it's more than that though, too. If you include like the guy I was talking about that has a bunch of different business clients, he's got thousands okay. of clients that are within our 401k so a couple hundred families and individuals then thousands when it comes of to participants yeah. for 401ks for, and things from like, corporations that, stuff and like stuff. that okay
2: yeah. so what do you see as far as like with the market change i mean that's got to be a struggle now recently trying yeah. to well people aren't spending as much saving as much investing as much well what right
1: you, now is when you want to buy right
2: yes it is
0: yeah, yeah. good
2: Crispy. if you have you the money it. sure yeah
0: well, and, and that's one of the unique things about us. Like there's some you know, most financial firms are focused on the wealthy one or two percent. That's their goal. They're only gonna help those people and they have very high minimums, most of them. Whereas we're often trying to free up money for people. So people don't have money. Often we're able to to find different ways to our strategic partners. Like, hey, if they're overpaying on like auto and homeowners insurance, one of our PNC partners can save them money or something like that, or hey, they have debt let's help them get out of debt quicker then eventually they can invest or protect their family or the other things that we do
1: so you're looking for long-term gains long-term yep. gains not short-term profit for sure cool um so with the market right now you said right now is the time to buy right what's your what's your thoughts on the market
0: yeah i mean nobody has a has a crystal ball and there's been a lot of crazy things that have, that have happened but if you look at like past history which obviously is no guarantee guarantee of the yeah. future a lot of times after mid midterms and things like that the market has has bounced back significantly i do think you know, this is my opinion. This is not Facts. the opinion of all the yeah. uh, of my company and the investment yeah. companies and all that stuff. But you know, I do think we're going to have some volatility for sure the next couple months, just with where earnings are at and unemployment, yeah, and interest rates and yeah, things I saw like something that. that was
2: uh, Bitcoin is more stable than the S and P 500 at this point? And I was like, I don't know yeah, about that. But. yeah <laughs> it, it was like I was, I was like going to do some research. I'm like, is that true? I'd yeah. be a little scared if that was true but I'm but we're
0: we're looking people. to help people in the long term. So, yeah. you know, if people want to do their own short-term trading and things like that, they can obviously do it on their own. I don't even invest people's money unless they're going to keep it there for a couple years. Yeah. So, we don't even mess around with it unless they're right. planning to keep it there. So, it, as long as people take the emotion out of investing, yeah. you know, the ups and the downs and everything like that if you look at the charts yeah. of of investing whether it's real estate, whether it's you know, mutual fund stocks or anything like that, it goes up, Yeah. you know, but you just have to not be
2: emotional about it and you'll be successful. For sure. Well, so as far as that goes, I mean, you're seeing everybody's pockets tighten. Are they lessening their investments? I'm assuming now, how is that driving y'all to, because you have your budgets and your numbers that you Mm -hmm. have to hit. So are you just Uh, looking for more clients trying to expand or you're looking at just holding tight making it through this little dip and then coming out and trying to reinvest into these same clients that you have and just putting more money into the table
0: sure i mean recessions and down markets are where businesses are built so we're grinding like crazy right now because a lot of people what's nice about it for us is a lot of people just like there's a lot of realtors right now not all of them are going to be here yeah. when things get to Financial advisors, same yeah. thing. They're going to yeah. retire early or they're going to get out of the business because they don't want to deal with what's going on right now. So it's actually the best time. You know, Most of my mentors and things like that, they, they had the most growth when that was happening. So we're always looking for new clients because if I'm not doing it personally, obviously, I want to help my agents grow. So they're for always sure. going to be looking for new clients if it's not me taking them on personally. But the gold is always in taking great care of our clients. Because let, let me give you some examples, too. So like there's this thing called the wall of wealth. There's $68 trillion right now that is going to pass from baby boomers to millennials. And most of those people don't want to work with their grandparents or their parents' financial advisor, right? They want somebody young. They want somebody young that they can relate to. The average age of a financial person is 60. Mm-hmm. Average age at our company is 34. Mm-hmm. So we're about to do some much bigger things than we've ever done before because of all those things.